guys, welcome to the Couch Lords. I am Marcus Drew Steele. I'm Alex Monroe. And I'm Alex Minash. And we are here to talk about the latest and greatest in TV this week, which is actually not a lot because a lot of shows are going on winter break and airing their winter finales. Um, so we've got a little bit to talk about. We're also going to talk about some movie trailers. There were a ton of movie trailers released this week, and we've got TV news as always. So let's get started first with Casual on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Amazing episode. Very yeah. much so. So it's the Thanksgiving episode, and it's we got... Okay, Alex is the guy, is the brother. He's right. like the hundredth Alex this year. <laughs> yeah. For all for every Alex show on television yeah. ever. Uh, and then there's um, so what's his sister's name again? I don't know. Okay. Valerie. I'll look it up. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Valerie or something like that. Um, and then there's her daughter. They all live together because I mean, if you haven't been watching the show, this is what's going on. The basically Valerie, I think, whatever, if that's her name. She's recently divorced, and she and her teenage daughter are living with her brother, and they're all very openly, like, weirdly open about their sexual and sexuality and all this stuff, so, with each other. Valerie is her name. Okay, so is Valerie. <laughs> and then Laura is the daughter. Laura is, okay, so, and then Valerie recently slept with uh, Laura's photography teacher, who she had, a, who Laura had a crush on. His name is Michael. And so, uh, so, she's pissed at her mom for sleeping with her crush. Crush and um, which and is her teacher who's which is like her, inappropriately old for her, right? Right, but she still yeah, she has a thing with him, and he kind of has this weird thing with her too, but I he think never he, like was hesitant about it, so he's like kind of leading her on, right? Like, want to pursue it exactly. So, um, and then uh, and then their mom is weird, she, uh, she's played by Francis Conroy, Francis Conroy, thank her you, is Dawn, yeah, and then so, uh, the Laura invited Francis Conroy over for Thanksgiving without her mother and her uncle's knowledge and they don't they don't get along with her and at all at all and then she brings their she her was boyfriend. supposed to her boyfriend quote her unquote boyfriend. but her boyfriend turns out to be Alex and Valerie's dad she was like that's not her boyfriend he said meet that's your, your grandfather, grandfather. <laughs> meet your this is your grandfather they're like what the fuck right and then um, uh, and then also Laura brought her dad mm -hmm. which is Valerie's ex-husband and his my lady. Girlfriend or fiance, May Lee, yeah. who is actually the girl that he cheated on Valerie with. Mm -hmm. um, and so everything comes out open to the table. And it's kind of funny because, like, it, in this episode, the Thanksgiving episode, the it feels like there's another character in the room, and that's the Thanksgiving table. Right. Oh, that was so good. And every time somebody else, like, you know, there's a surprise guest that walks in. First, it was, you know, uh, uh, Valerie is an Alex's mom, and then she brought the dad. So every time somebody Somebody new walks into the room. They set another, you know, place at the place table. It. So mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, that was like a whole other character in the room. Yeah, you know, it was really funny. Funny things going on. So and then Alex also invited um, the girl he's Eliza sleeping Queen. with. Her name is Emmy. Yeah, yeah, and the girl he's sleeping with, which really is that he. Valerie Valerie told him that he is her mistress because she actually is in a committed relationship, but it's kind of an open, well, they're in an open, relationship. open relationship, yeah. open commit, yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so it's a lot of interesting stuff going on at the table. And then at Thanksgiving table, Valerie, uh, not Valerie, Valerie and Alex's parents announced that they're getting remarried. 
<laughs> and Valerie proceeds to like laugh for like 10 minutes and yeah. everyone's like um like okay afraid. yeah <laughs> I loved it and I, I'm yeah. y'all, I'm just gonna let y'all know like I use curse words like it's punctuation like it's grammar you no know? way <laughs> get the fuck out of here like, <laughs> and so the whole the only thing I thought was missing from that whole scene like when she with Valerie was laughing when they got married and she was like it's too late and then she walks off and she knocks the mashed potatoes off of the day oh and she should put a bitch on the end of that yeah. like, bitch but the reason why she did that was because Frances Conroy acted quote unquote acted like, like the, the macaroni and cheese she knocked she over the macaroni and cheese when she was trying to put her potatoes the, uh, but uh, but what but what they make it seem like is that she's done this before. Oh yeah, because that's why they were like, yeah. oh, I made macaroni and cheese, and they're like, no potatoes, and they were like, God, thank yeah. you. <laughs> and then as soon as she comes in, she acts like the the mac and cheese is hot. And, yeah, yeah and she goes, the floor. I am so sorry. I'll go ahead and clean this. She's up. like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, when it comes to, like. Alex and Valerie, I am totally on their side. Yeah. Like this entire time, you can just tell how uncomfortable they get. Yeah. When you know their mom walks into the room, and like I know Laura, like she doesn't, she doesn't know her grandparents, you know, right. and so you know she's trying to you know get to know them, and she doesn't know all of the shit and stuff that they've done, and you know you come to find out that you know her parent, their parents are basically swingers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and had you know they 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 didn't. I don't even know if they were officially married I to think begin they were because she said we're going to get married again oh something. did she say again yeah. okay yeah but he was telling the story about how like you know they had people coming in and out of the house like every mm-hmm. night and mm-hmm. having sex just and, like they were uh, what, what do you call those things like when a oh, orgy no, oh yeah, or yeah. Something they're like crazy that. they're like very I, I mean they're like hippie-ish but at the same time they're just very dysfunctional I'm totally on, like, the kids' side, though. Like, it, it makes me, like, when they get to do all of that, I hate them just as much. <laughs> Monroe's busting as, out the champagne. Yeah. We're drinking mimosas, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why, you know, we're, first of all, we're all in the same room, which ha- hasn't happened in a while. Woo! Um, and we're drinking mimosas to celebrate, so this is pretty awesome. Thank you, Monroe's. Sure. At Monroe's No, I don't want it anymore. Okay. Thank Some you. OJ, Monroe? A <laughs> I don't want to pour over your electronics there. Just a splash. Over the electronics. I'll just take. I'll just take just a, a cloud. Splash. A cloud of OJ in my <laughs> goblet of champagne. <laughs> but no, uh, like I was saying, just to, to round this up for my comments, I am totally on Valerie and Alex's side. Just with the whole grandparents thing. And yeah. Even uh, Valerie's ex-husband. What's his name? Uh, Richard. Is it Richard? Uh. Like I think Richard. you're close. Yeah, it looks like a Richard, yeah. <laughs> I like the previous episode where she locked him into the garage. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was, that was great. Mm-hmm. And she, like, ordered food and... Uh, yeah. Well, you know, she felt guilty about it. Yeah, but she still locked him in the garage. <laughs> yeah. so. I thought this episode... But they were so mean to each other. They were, well, he called her a cunt, and she's like, I'm done. Yeah. You go in the garage. Yeah. Which I, I would, I would do, too. No, I could say it all the time if I want to, because I'm a woman. <laughs> okay. I, it's a one double standard we get okay I'm just saying but if someone were to say that to me you would get locked or you could say like she's a real see you next Tuesday yeah that's what I mean that's that's better kind of doesn't offend me though like I feel like you're not a woman but I mean like just other words like bitch or motherfucker or uh, like other curse words like that have like more of a punch to them than, I don't know like, cunt's cunt pretty like beautiful it's like <laughs> I don't know that kind of like, like that, unless easy. you get pretty thick skin like that's maybe good. that's why yeah, yeah mm. I don't know uh, 
Um, well, I just thought this episode, like, really, it, it drove Alex and Emmy's relationship along because this is the first time in an episode we see Emmy and we don't see her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, like, you know, and she's being super nice to Alex and with their relationship, which is open, we don't know how far she can go with the guy. Because, like, now she's basically dating two guys instead of dating one and sleeping around, mm-hmm. which is, I thought would open was, but I could be wrong. So. Well, on here on IMDb, it says she's only in three episodes, so she's only, only got one more episode left. Boom, boom, boom. Wasn't she already in three? Or uh, this was the third one. Well, he met her and went on the date. I think that's just like... So what happened at the very end? I think I missed the last couple minutes. Well, they were just on the couch. And remember at the dinner table, his dad was telling the story about how he used to pee in the bottle. Yeah. But he never told the whole story. Uh And so then we got to hear the whole story about how, you know, there was random people coming in and out of the house having sex. Uh And he was scared to go out there as a kid. And so he just peed in the bottle so he wouldn't have to see people... Yeah, to having sex out. on the couches and stuff. Yeah. And that's the aha moment. It's like, yeah. shit, his parents mm-hmm. are so really crazy. Sweet. And then um, Laura, is that the daughter? Laura Lauren? Lauren. Laura. Laura's the daughter. Laura, and she revealed at the Thanksgiving table she hasn't gone to school in weeks. And so Valerie felt like really bad about the whole thing, whether or not she knew what Lauren was saying. Lauren? Laura. Laura, what she was thinking. And so also at the very end. Who is it? UPS. UPS is here? I think so. Ding dong. Right. Um, <laughs> where she says, all right, I'm going back to school on Monday. So it was like, it was mm. on its way to repair, but it's not fully like... Yeah, because she's staying with her dad, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I, to me, I didn't feel like that she had the right to be upset about any of that stuff. She's a teenager. It's like, hello, you're a teenager. Your mom is a grown adult who knew mm-hmm. nothing about your cr- your little crush over your teacher, right. but then you get all upset about it. Like, Well, think of, the, think of the burn. You're, okay, so think of this. You're a teenager. You have this major crush. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that not only is your crush with somebody else, it's your mom. Yeah. You're a teenager. Hormones are crazy. You're already all over the place. And whether, I don't know whether or not, like, you were actually dating, there's still some sort of like territorial, like, not aspect. As, but why would you be mad at your mom over something she knew nothing about? Because she's a teenager. Because she's a teenager. She exactly. thinks that like maybe she should have known, or she just didn't. Like she didn't want to say, but it was all blowing up in her face, and so she may not be right in being upset. But the fact is that I, I, it, you can see where that's coming from. Like, yeah, yeah. she's upset. Or maybe she was embarrassed. I mean, think about it, not with your mom, but with, like, another friend. Like, if it wasn't your mom, another friend. But the burn is, it hurts more because it's your mom. Exactly. You know? It's like, really? You know? And you walked in on them having sex. Huh? But she, she chose to, though. Like, she knew that she, she knew was something there. was going on because she and turned she around and she saw bedroom. her mom's purse. Yeah. She was about to walk out of the house, but then she saw her mom's purse. Yeah. So she, so she was chose like, to walk in there and I'm see. Gonna make, I'm going to make this dramatic. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, Too much. But, um, no one can blame anyone in that situation except for Lauren. Lauren. Laura. Uh, <laughs> no, that's like in my head. <laughs> Laura. Now, Laura, it's like it's all Laura's fault, but I mean, you know, you're 16, which I think is a mistake. I think the one thing in casual I wish they did differently was she looks way too old to be in high school, so I think they should have just made they A little bit. They yeah. should have just made her 18 or 21. But yeah. they made like her. 
I mean, she and her friends are, they've act very high school. They do. So, and I feel like it's not like, they're they're very non-self-aware, mm-hmm. which is great because that's how high school kids really are. Whereas for like a long time on TV, they have been making uh, teenagers like very self-aware, very much older looking, sophisticated looking. It's like, no, teenagers are not like they're that. They're children. Mm-hmm. They're kids. They're going to yeah. get into trouble. They're going to say stupid shit that you don't like. Yeah. You know, that's... Exactly. I don't even think I would call Laura and her friends friends because they don't act to me I don't feel like they act like it but if you I mean and not everybody was in this situation but in high school you know you were either part of some sort of clique Mm -hmm. or you just weren't right and she's a part of some a certain clique right it seems like to me and she tried like and and you could tell that she's very unique from like her friends because her friends were just like let's get wasted let's do drugs she's smarter than them for sure she's smarter and then but she also and she sometimes she catches on and she'll do something where she'll like relate like remember they were like all at the, the table and they were drinking and they said something they I forget what it was they said something to her um, that kind of made her like you know they were trying to like outcast her for a minute and then she all of a sudden like snuck a quick picture of like her friend and said like oh I'm gonna post this on Instagram oh yeah and you know she's like no don't do it that's an ugly picture she's like actually it's kind of cute so it kind of yeah. like brought her back into the click a little bit mm-hmm. you know I just think that like they act high school but when she's with her mom and her uncle like it's different it's, it's, yeah. she acts so much older so yeah. it's like either they should have made her more rebellious or they should have made her more adult yeah I don't know. I just I think it would have, there would be so much more to space. <laughs> there'd be so much more room to have her in her own situations if she was not in high school anymore. Right. You know, like I they're having agree. casual sex, like teenagers can too, but like there's not a whole lot of depth to that because they're still in high school. Yeah. Yeah, get it. Yep. What are we giving this? A plus. Yeah, plus. This was a surprise, a surprise hit for me. You know, I did not know about Casual, and I, I think it debuted a couple of episodes before I yeah. started watching, and I really like it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. So I agree, and this was my favorite episode because it kind of gave more of an insight to how they grew up. Yeah, you know? and like yeah, I said, well, like story. you know, you know, they I, I like when show like TV or movie movies do this when they turn an inanimate object into a character in the room. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and that was the Thanksgiving table because yeah. it kept having to set another place. With it. I, I just like that. I like that too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. like a perfect like extra touch. That, exactly. You know, it was it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> Good. Okay. All right, moving along. What's up next? Uh, Agents of Shield. Agents. We'll be quick about this when Norman wrote. Um, has no interest in Agents. Of Shield. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'll wait. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'll wait. Um, some more big twists in Agents of Shield this week. Uh, well, as we know, Doctor Andrew Gardner is Lash, the big monster, and he is an Inhuman. What we didn't know is what exactly the ACTU was up to, or the ATCU, yeah, yeah, was up to, and how you know the Shield organization was going to kind of figure that stuff out, and so that's what this episode was about. Yeah. Um, so, so Coulson's sleeping with Rosalind. Coulson's the Shield. Rosalind's AT, ATCU. ATCU. And from the last episode, previous to the most recent. There was something there that made you believe that Rosalind was working against Shield. It was going to backstab Coulson and have him killed. Right, and but and so uh, 
There was Scott, uh, Sky, who is now Daisy. Mm-hmm. Daisy is calling him out. Or there, a lot of people are calling. Are well, Mac him. at the beginning of this episode, Mac, Mac was Mac. worried, and he was like, "Are you? Yeah. Have do you have feelings for this lady, or right. are you trying to figure something?" He's out? like, "You're what's asking your... me if I'm sleeping with her, and it's none of your business." Right. Like, what's your goal? What's your mm-hmm. aim? And then come to find out, Colson's got this whole plan to uh, mm-hmm. investigate the ATCU while Rosalind's on S.H.I.E.L.D.'s base taking yep. a tour. And so May, Bobby, Hunter, Mac, Daisy, and even Lincoln are all involved in this kind of like coup. I love mm-hmm. Bobby and Hunter together. I will say that if they ever do decide ever decide to do a spinoff, mm-hmm. it'll be good mm-hmm. because I love their chemistry, mm-hmm. but I still hold my stance that it doesn't need to be anytime soon mm-hmm. because we're not emotionally invested enough into the Bobby and Hunter characters yet. Yeah. Um, but I love them working together. May was with Lincoln, and then, of course, you've got Maisie. That's their relationship name. I'm calling them now. Maisie? Mac and Daisy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm calling them Maisie. Oh, highlight of the episode was Bobby's batons. Her magnetic Bobby is Iron Man batons. Ass. That was awesome because they were fighting this inhuman who had telekinetic powers. Mm-hmm. And she's like, let's fight fire with fire. She had these. She put on the little bracelets. Iron Man wrist bracelets. Mm-hmm. She got her batons and she used them like boomerangs. Isn't like, that Wonder Woman? so awesome. It could be sort of Wonder Woman-esque, too. Yeah. yeah, but Wonder Woman is DC. Right. This is Marvel. <laughs> oh, Wonder God. Woman is Batman, Superman. That's like all DC. This is more. In other words, I'm so sorry. <laughs> or in other words, it's not whack. whack. It's just whack, whackly. Moving on. And TV and movies. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so at the end of the episode, we come to find out that everything that we've known up until now, this point, including the entire episode with Gemma on the alternate planet, all played a purpose mm-hmm. for a specific reason. Um, and what, what was the guy's name who is... The ast- astronaut. No, not, that's Will. But okay. then the Hydra guy who's trying to get Ward to like join him and oh yeah like the head of whatever his name is yeah it turns out that he knew about the stone and there's another stone and it is a teleport but wait you didn't you didn't get to the part where Rosalind was played Oh well, uh, well. Basically, yeah. that's what happened. Is I I don't know the guy's name though, so I can't describe it. Um, okay, so happened. basically, all right, we'll, we'll we'll backtrack a little bit. Coulson took Rosalind to take to take a tour of Shield. Uh, they took her phone to you know and everything like it's just a precaution, quote unquote. Um, but uh, and then he took he takes her into this room. And he was like, this is where we can, you know, if we need to hold somebody, you know, we can hold them here very comfortably, whatever. And uh, and then he says something about, like, well, basically, like, you know, I, you know, you're not going to get to leave. Mm-hmm. Until you tell and me so he calls her out right. on, on lying to him when really she wasn't really lying to him. She was actually being played by right. Hydra. And she was realizing it then and there with this conversation. So it kind of makes their relationship a little bit more complicated. Right. So. Yeah. And so then after that, that's when you come to find out that, you know, uh, the, the stone and the alternate universe and stuff that happened at the beginning of the season. Yeah. All comes part now because Hydra is apparently even older than, you know, when Red Skull was there and like dates back to like this ancient being or something yeah. like that. And the symbol, when they evolve over time, it turned into the Hydra symbol. Yeah, but it used to be like yeah. turned upside down as like a ram's head or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Super exciting, Ooh. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you at the edge of your seat? Like, just something like that. Just... I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Long story short, so now <laughs> we're... I have to wrap it up on my account. No. 
that's, that's pretty much the episode. Just at the end of the episode, you know, you have the entire team of Shield and Rosalind in there, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Like, because Fitz and Gemma figured out, you know, what the symbol was. But then at the same time, you have Hydra guys explaining what the stone is too, and you know, it kind of all comes together. And you're like, "Damn, yeah, yeah." How is this gonna go now? Because now and they Fitz want- kissed Gemma. Yes, yes. And she Fitz reciprocated. Gemma. Yes. And she was what? She reciprocated. But her heart, <laughs> so she's confused because her heart belongs to two people. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys like better? Fitz. Fitz. That's a cooler name than Clearly. the other guy. Who's the other yeah. guy? Will. Fitz. Will, who's like this. Really but we don't know if Will is bad or good yet. Though. Yeah. So that's that'll well, be to determine. Be, you know, to be determined. You know the expression: where there's a will, there's a way. Oh my god. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> anyways, so punny. Right. At the end, they were um, the main thing. Now is that Hydra is saying that Shield has one up on them because they've done something that nobody in history has ever been able to do, and that's bring somebody back from yeah. the alternate universe. Yeah. And they want to bring that entity that's over there back to Earth and mm-hmm. like cause a type of havoc and stuff like that. And so now that was the big cliffhanger um i don't know if that was the last episode of the winter finale or not for, for oh, i hope not i hope not either because i'm gonna be pissed That's that would be really i'm gonna be pissed well this yeah. whole season so far has been quick for all of the shows so yeah. but that's because I, I feel like a lot of the shows in the fall season have started kind of late well it started in september middle of september but a lot year. of them started in october too september i guess so yeah september october november time just three fly. months i don't know my it's been three months you know, um, it's it, things just fly. They do, and I'm yeah. excited because Thanksgiving's next week. And yes. And my favorite thing ever will be served, which is stuffing. Oh, mine too. I love stuffing. And cranberries. Oh, what yeah. kind of stuffing? What do you just mean? Just like Nor- the the classic. Regular classic. Yes. Mm, okay. With some gravy. Mm. Where are you awesome. giving chilled? Anxious to chill. <laughs> no, this has turned into a food podcast. Now. I give an A+. I'm giving chilled an A+, plus and I like stuffing as well. With canned cranberry sauce, none of that homemade shit. Don't I hate homemade. Why do you like the canned better than Because it's like tradition, and it's like iconic. Okay? Never, have you ever had homemade? I have, and it's terrible. I've never had It's terrible because it's not canned? Several different people. I, the, the cranberry sauce I make I make it every year I make a sham it's like a mimosa cranberry sauce mm. where it's cooked with champagne and a little bit of uh, orange Ooh. like orange peel for flavoring nope. of juice and then um, like spices like star anise yeah I've had like a, like the spicier kind of like mm-hmm. it's more like a cranberry chutney yeah exactly oh, so exactly nope. yeah. it's delicious nothing beats delicious. a good old ocean What's your spray brand? can ocean spray. ocean spray can that you Put the little butter knife in and get it all loose and let it come out into the little tray. You just like what you and like. And it's got the ridges. It's iconic. Like you it's promised me a long time ago your grandma's cornbread stuffing and I never got it. Uh, maybe I did. No, I never got it. I could probably, no, maybe I did. You know how to make it? Yeah. Uh, I've made it. it before. When you go I'm back home, I'm gonna make it right now. You put your grandma on the phone. <laughs> I know how to make it. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff that comes into it. Like you've got, you've got to have your celery and sage yeah. and mm-hmm. cornbread and like it's oh. a lot of different things. I'm so excited. Like my my grandma, like she would go all out. Like she would literally make a two separate things of cornbread mm-hmm. for this, you know. And then you know she would take a bunch of scraps of like whatever's left over. 
in uh, the fridge. Like if there's le- leftover bread in the fridge and something like that, she would take that and all of it would get mashed up and then all the other ingredients would go in. Oh, that sounds so good. Super duper good. Okay, it wait. Is. Before we stray too much, I want to go back to food in a second. But... Just for the sake of continuity, what would you guys give this Agents of Shield episode? A plus. A. Okay. A plus. Back yeah. to Thanksgiving. Move it on. So, <laughs> thanks, to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're gonna, just gonna, this is our Thanksgiving episode. So, <laughs> yes. we're doing the Thanksgiving episode. Um, I know everyone sort of has the same dishes, like turkey, cranberry sauce, whatever. What other dishes do you guys eat? God, we would like. like when I say when, the reason why Thanksgiving like is my favorite holiday because when I would go to my grandmother's house and I haven't because I'm from Tennessee and through Kentucky Tennessee and they live there and obviously we're in California so I haven't been home in quite a while but we would have everything from stuffing deviled eggs a ham and turkey extra cornbread uh, greens, macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes. Like, there would just be an entire... I've never had mac and cheese on, on Thanksgiving. An entire spread of everything. Chitlins, too. I, I hate chitlins, but... Oh. You hate it? Oh. They, they smell terrible, and they taste even more terrible. Do you boil them? Yes. Oh, and then they stink up the whole house. Oh, yeah, they yeah. boil them. And then that's just, like, dinner. Then you have dessert, so you have, like, pound cake and red velvet cake and pecan pie and lemon That sounds cake. like a true southern... Like yeah. it is, yeah. it is outrageously like oh, indulgent. Man. What about you, you Mexican Armenian man? I we, no, it's surprisingly it's traditional American food. Yeah, yeah. we do. I mean, uh, Thanksgiving we do the the turkey, we do ham. Sometimes ham, not all the time, but sometimes ham. Um, pilaf, we'll have pilaf. Nice. So that's like the I guess the Mediterranean side. <laughs> No, that would have happened too. Thank you. (laughs) Marcus prevented me from uh, from spilling a mimosa. So um, my mimosa. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we can take off Periscope now because I'm yeah. the only viewer. <laughs> okay. um, years back, but yeah. But uh, I mean, and then I make uh, recently within the last couple of years, I started making like the pumpkin pies. I made apple pie that actually turns out better than pumpkin pies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and my sister, she'll make for for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, she'll make these sliced, breaded, fried eggplant. Mm. It's so fucking delicious. That sounds it's awesome. So good. Oh, I love it. And for Christmas, um, we do actually both like the the Middle Eastern and the Mexican side. So we'll do like, you know, tamales, like all kinds of different kinds. We'll make hundreds of them. That's like the main thing. Mm-hmm. But um, we also make like this. Uh, this is originally from Spain. Um, kind of, you know, went across the ocean to Mexico. It's a it's a fish dish called bacalao, mm-hmm. which is like a codfish tomato dish. Um, and we make, uh, I have an uncle who makes like those stuffed grape leaves. Oh, the dolmas? Uh-huh, dolmas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dolmas, um, my dad likes the Turkish delights, like, <gasps> yeah. Those are good. Uh- so, um, and then I think this year for Thanksgiving, I want to make, I'm in charge of pies and uh, stuffing, so yeah. I, I just helped out on a cooking show where they made a, a Middle Eastern stuffing with Feast lamb and rice. Feast from the Middle East. With Blanche. Mm-hmm. Blanche. 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 Like Blanche. Like <laughs> uh, she's amazing. She's an amazing cook. She has a fabulous cooking show called Feast of the Middle East on YouTube. You should look it up. And she makes this Thanksgiving stuffing that is to die for. It's so good. So I think I'm going to make it for Thanksgiving this year. Nice. Yeah. 
So I'm very excited. Hey, since we're on the subject, what's your favorite food shows? Do you guys watch a lot of food shows? Uh, not anymore, I don't. No? Mm-mm. Um, what did you watch? Uh, I don't even know. Like, it would just be random stuff. Just whatever. I, it depended on what they were cooking. Okay. Not necessarily the show, but if they were cooking something I thought looked good, I'd be like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. I liked Chopped. Okay. Um, I like... Chopped is the one where they used to, like, provide them with, like, a crazy ingredient and they had to make, like, an amazing meal out of it, right? Yeah, okay. they give you, like, like a certain theme or, like, yeah. just ingredients and you kind of have to figure That was insanely popular. Yeah. It still is, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I'm having um, my own photo shoot over here. Oh, tomorrow. and then we <laughs> Alton Brown show. What's it called? Cooking? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that was a good one. The now he has an online show. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. like him because... Not only does he, like, he's an amazing chef, mm-hmm. but he also provides, like, the science behind why you do certain things in mm-hmm. cooking. So it sort of gives you, like, the astronomy mm-hmm. of, like, the entire meal that you're making. Um, as much as I hate Guy Fieri, I like Jivin's, Drive-Ins, Diners, and Dives. Not, not because of him, but just because I like seeing different restaurants in different places. That is places. true, yeah. And for that regard, also Man vs. Food. Because, mm. I mean, it, like, yeah. He, Some of the episodes were okay. He got, like, a little flack for saying stuff about women. And I'm yeah. a woman, and you know what? I do the show's good. So. Right, right, right. Um, right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's, like, a shit ton I'm not mentioning. Well, the show was but, good. Yeah. I mean, some of my favorites were, and I think this is actually on the the travel network, and now he's on CNN, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, oh No yeah. Reservations. No yes. Reservations was awesome. That was on the travel network, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Went, yeah. But that was that great, and now he turned to, like, he, he kind of twisted into more of, like, a cultural thing as opposed to just the food aspect yeah. of it. So he's still traveling the world, and he's on, that, uh, he's on CNN, and the show is called... I don't know the new show. Mm, it's on the tip of my tongue. All of this on stuff's on CNN. the tip of my tongue. It's on CNN. He has this travel show where he shows, like, it's more, like, about the culture. I mean, he does feature the food, but it's the culture, yeah. the history. And it's more like the food that comes with the and culture. It's, yeah. And, and it's very about. expository because people will talk about, like, the problems with the country. Parts yeah. unknown. Parts unknown. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he used to have another show called Layover or something like that. Mm-hmm. 24-hour Layover. Food Network. Yeah. So that was a good one. Um, I love him. Just he's yeah. so philosophical too. Yeah, and you remember Bitchin' Kitchen from the Cooking Show? Yeah, the cooking yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss that show. Oh, I like Top Chef. I like Master Chef. Yeah. Master Chef Junior. Uh huh. Barefoot Contessa. That was one of my favorites. She's kind of boring. Oh, I love well, her show. I, I like the competition shows because oh, okay, it's like, okay. I, like you sit there on your high horse, you're like, I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this. Yeah. Like, you're wrong, you're stupid. We're like all ridiculous. All five of them sitting here eating yeah. popcorn. That's yeah. why I like the cooking Yeah. Shows. Okay, back to it. All right. Blackish. Blackish. Done with our Thanksgiving rant. I'm sorry, I'm still having a photo shoot over here. All right, okay, can we pause for a second? I'm going to pause for a second. Say it again, say it again. Okay, wait, we can, we can put okay. this as a part of the news, right? <laughs> Alexander Daddario lands Baywatch female lead, and she got some tittled... No, wait. Tickled bitties. She has tickled bitties, like, She was in San Andreas with The Rock, and she played his yeah. daughter, uh-huh. and now she gets to play... And now she's going to be with The Rock again in Baywatch. Right. That's her. Oh, uh, okay. She okay. was in True Detective, where you basically saw her, like, mm-hmm. full frontal, and I gotta say, like, she the twig but with like tits twig with tits a twig with tits 
And I'm a little jealous, not of her tits, just that she's so pretty. <laughs> and her brother is Matthew Daddario. Is that the guy? Is that the same guy? No, that was Tommy Daddario. This guy's hot too, though. That's her brother. Tommy part. Matthew Daddario. That's yes. her brother? Yeah. Let me see. Oh, it's a good looking family. Right? I oh, bet their yeah. parents are ugly. I think that's how it works. <laughs> Okay, so what's our next show on the list? Blackish. Blackish. I, I have know. a love hate with him. Oh, the oh, Buzzfeed he's guy. He's so full of himself. Yeah, like I, that's, that's kind of why it's love hate a little bit. I was yeah. like, mmm. <laughs> so, but yes, Blackish. So I just want to say something really quickly about Blackish. Um, I totally relate to this episode because as a black person, a haircut is so, You're black? so important. <laughs> a haircut is so, so important. You know, everybody always questions why I go and get my haircut every other week. That was me. Because I in did. the black community, like, hair is everything, like, for men and women. And, like, this episode was everything. Like, it had all of the... The, the necessary things that you know talking about you know the barbershop and having the hair and plus I don't think I've laughed I laughed that hard in a while I laughed so hysterically at that episode it was good and so I definitely give this one an A plus um, I don't know if anybody else watched Blackish but we can move on uh, I did. I just think it's hilarious that like I always used to give you shit for going every two weeks and I'm like I don't need my hair cut for like whatever four months <laughs> I think my favorite line was what you said, and she was like, so wait, our Christmas card is going to be the cast of Empire? And she's like, you've got to be sitting on the floor. She's like, that's such a Rhonda thing to say. Yeah, she's like, let me guess. To the mom, Ruby, she's like, Cookie's like, what? Let me, not Cookie. Sorry, Rainbow. She's like, let me guess. You're going to be Cookie. And she goes, yeah. And <laughs> you know any other so man? Who am, I? Yes. <laughs> who am I going to be? Rhonda. Oh, that's what she said. Oh, no, like, why you're on there, Rhonda. <laughs> And then uh, Bo says something, and she goes, that's such a Rhonda thing to say. Like, <laughs> it was such a good episode, though. Like, and, there was a, and I don't know if you noticed this, but there was a lot of... Um, a lot of the, the guys in the barbershop were, like, former Disney kids and, like, Nickelodeon kids. Really? Yeah. I didn't know like, that. one of the guys, um, his name was Marcus. He was in Smart Guy. He played uh, Taj Mahari's older brother. Smart Guy. Is that a movie? Uh, no, it was a Disney Channel show um, was called Smart Guy. Uh, before. They kind of happened at the same time. Oh, I don't so remember. So it was that. old. And then the other boy there, he was the sis- He was the little brother to Brandy in the show Brandy that was on UPN. There was like a lot of like recognizable faces in there. And I was oh. like, oh, what? I remember him. I remember him too. His name was Miles in uh, the show Brandy. But I love that show. Good Anyways. for them. They're doing something. Moving along. Moving on. River. Oh, River. Okay. So, River is a recently uh, published show on Netflix. It's about six episodes long. Very, it's the very British... It's a Netflix original or BBC? Netflix original. But I don't, I can't, I don't know if it's BBC produced, but um, it's, it's the very British fashion where they will do like really long, um, but very... Like an hour and a half episode. Yeah, but they're about an hour long each. So, but it's a, it's a six episode season. So, and it's really well done. I mean, every episode is like a movie. So, um, and it starts. Can you look at that river on uh, IMDb? It's Stellan. Okay, so it stars. Uh, it's created and written by Abby Morgan, and it's starring Stellan Skarsgård and Nicola Walker. Stellan oh, Skarsgård. He was in He was in Thor. He's yeah. Alexander Skarsgård's dad. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. The, it's a whole. Their whole family. No way. Yeah. yeah. I, 
Yeah, yeah, I could have told you. Two that. children, Alexander, Gustav, Bill, and Walter, and his um, his brother, who's way younger. Uh-huh. He's like in his early twenties. Gustav is in no the other one. I think uh-huh. that um, is in that show, Hemlock Grove, on Netflix. Oh, okay, Walter, yeah. Walter. Um, I don't know. I don't think Walter. 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 Um, and they're originally, yeah, they're all Swedish. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so uh, Stellan Skarsgård, he's very famous. Yeah, he was been he was in the Thor movies. He oh. was in, uh, okay, okay, Bill Skarsgård. He was in the Thor movies. He was in uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo most recently. But I mean, he's pretty much in everything that's out there. Uh, if you look him up, he is. I mean, he's super famous. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, this this show that just started on Netflix. Um, he plays this detective who, uh, the show starts off where he is, um, basically he had just witnessed a traumatic event and that traumatic event was that he witnessed the murder of his partner. Okay. Um, uh, and so because of that traumatic event, it kind of caused him like to have like a little mental crisis where he's now seeing, he's seeing things and basically he talks to dead people. And so it affected him very you know, it, it changed his life. Mm-hmm. And so he, along with like solving other mysteries, the overall story arc is that he's trying to solve the mystery of who killed his partner. Right. And uh, along the way, it, the challenge that he's having, because he's a really good detective, the challenges that he's having is that he's having problems with work because people see him as crazy. Is there when, like a little bit of PTSD type of thing? Sort of, yeah. It's a sort of a similar situation. But at the same time, he's like more of the hero, like kind of a hero story. So the first episode, he is trying to find this um, this girl who's been missing for like 70-something days. And uh, meanwhile, while he's you know working on the case, he's actually seeing and talking to the victim. You know, like, she's there in the room. Like, she's just sitting there, like, you know, eating a bowl of cereal. So it's a little bit of six feet under. A little bit. Like, it's not like a premonition, like, medium thing. No, no, no. It's not supernatural or anything. It's just all in his head. So it's a little bit like six feet under. Sort of. Something like that. People would just, like, sit on their gurney and just be like, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and so what happened is that he's trying to interrogate... He's trying to interrogate um, the guy who they have in custody, who was actually admitted to killing this girl, um, but they can't find her body. And so, um, and like, there's this weird thing where, like, you know, the mother of the victim uh, sends little pieces of memorabilia to the to the police department every week to remind them that she's right, she wants to bury her daughter. Like, she's trying right. to keep them. Keep, she keeps sending this memorabilia of her daughter to make her more humanized, to make them focus on the case. And so, um, what ended up happening was that he discovered that she and this guy that they have in custody. We're actually going to do a double suicide, oh. and because he ended up finding her dead in a tree, not hung, but she was just like on this branch because like they try to hang themselves, and he figured out like what happened, and the way it's it's interesting like the way he figured things out is like the victim telling him the story of what happened, mm-hmm. so. It's again. It's not a supernatural thing. It's right. just how his brain is working, you know. So he, she, what she explained, the victim is explaining to him after he finds her body in the tree, was that they tried to do a double suicide. He backed out, you know, right before, and he tried to convince her not to do it, but she did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so because of guilt, he he had actually confessed to murdering her, but he didn't want to tell them where the body was. 
So, and it's really superbly acted and really well done. Like, I'm not even giving it justice just by describing it and spoiling it, you know? So, um, but it's just, it's really like, I don't know. It just, there's something up there about the acting. They really try to get it out in the characters there. So, it's really well done. I need to watch this. So, it's River on Netflix. And also, since today's November 20th, we know Jessica Jones is coming out on Netflix. So, there's two shows to binge watch. Today's November 20th, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Hunger Games is out today, just FYI. And okay. if we're going to add on to it, Adele's new album came out today also. Blech. Sorry. This is the day, first day I skip my unemployment nap. <laughs> Most importantly. Um... Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's me. Sorry, All right. We started. Okay. What else? Uh, Modern Family is next, which I will be checking out River and Jessica Jones yeah. this week. So. Modern Family. I didn't see Modern Family. Did uh, you guys watch it? I did. Yeah, yeah. Modern Family is hilarious. So the whole premise of this one is that Phil. So it's their, th- it's their Thanksgiving day or time. After, right? yeah. And Phil also has, like, this house on the market that this gay couple owned, and they made it, like, super crazy nice and, like... Mm-hmm. So everyone is going to visit there by themselves without Phil. Like, they're breaking in just so they can, like, Haley uses it to go in, like, their bath and, like, hang out by herself, you know, because mm-hmm. she broke up with Dylan the previous episode. Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing is pretty funny. So Haley and Andy finally connect so they uh, she goes to the house um just to sneak out but andy's is phil's like assistant so he's in the house too and they run into each other and then their storyline ends in them making out which is super amazing because we're all waiting for it it's been this storyline has been going on for two years now two yeah seasons? but it was like on and off so, on and off. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah so it's just like she was with dylan he was with beth whatever and so this finally happened and then um lily was not in this one at all i'm she just never realizing that she was uh at a sleepover remember that's right uh, um and then mitch and cam were like our relationship's getting really boring mm. and so they go to the house and, and mitch pretends to like strip <laughs> he pretends to be a stripper on the yeah. lamp. Yeah, no. the thing. He was like, oh yeah? He was like, Cam, do you like that? He's like, well, you know what? Um, he like, said something about like, well, you know, well, I, I'm stripping to pay for something for my brother. And my mom has uterus trouble. She's got a uterus infection, but she's going to be all right. And then like, comes to swing on the pole and he like falls off. Oh so. And then, um, <laughs> and then so uh, Claire and Phil got in a fight like a couple days before where he was in the bath with the ducks when all she wanted to do was take a bath after work and he's like no I'm like I'm the ducks the duck. are there <laughs> and so she got mad and she thought he was still mad when really he was just doing this like Clash of Clans equivalent uh-huh. where like he was always on his phone and she thought he was just being pissed when he was just kind of ignoring her and so um, they were talking and he was talking to like someone on his phone and saying it out loud and she thought he was talking to her okay. so Bunch he was like and I just want to do a little bit of role playing and she's like oh yeah like what kind he goes yeah like a little medieval like <laughs> with ass or whatever and he was like shit talking to someone and she's like okay so he goes to the house to use the couple's like virtual reality gear <laughs> so Luke at the same time is sneaking in beer Claire comes in dressed as like this viking slut this lady. viking hoe and yeah. then and so uh, and then Mission Cameron there and they get caught for being 
being there, and they all catch each other, and then Phil comes in with his, like, virtual reality gear. Oh, my God. But he can't hear or see anyone. Oh, my God. So they're all, like, keeping really still. I just love it when they found Tim and Mitch, because she found, like, it was uh, it was Alex and what's-his-name who was there. Yeah, the nerdy sneak, guy. Sneaking around. And so then Claire was like, she, she was like, all right, Alex... Ow. Yeah. And so she goes to get her jacket and she opens the door and Phil walks by and Luke's standing there and she's like, Luke, what are you doing here? <laughs> and so they open the door and the other boys come out and then they open the laundry door and Kevin Mitch are like, happy birthday. <laughs> Claire's like, you know it's no one's birthday. And then you're like, you're kind. You know it's no one's birthday. And you're like, damn it. <laughs> it was just so funny because oh, they like committed. They it, committed. Would you say it's a funny, it sounds really funny. It, it was good. Is it the funniest one of the season? Remember the iPad one where you like, like this uh, has that Standingly yeah. funny. This yeah. was another one that this kind of like stood out okay. from the other episode. Yeah, I okay. just love it because it was like happy birthday. Like you know it's no one's birthday. You're caught. Like, and, then, and then like Manny was like Joe was getting all the cute attention, and Manny was like that used to be me. And so uh, Claire goes up to Joe. She goes, "What are you making?" He goes, "Gascetti." And he goes, "You know it's pronounced spaghetti. You know how to say it." Right. <laughs> we both know you know how to say it correctly. <laughs> so that one was like hilarious. I give that one. Oh, don't forget about the end though, too, when Gloria and Jay were there, and she was like, right. "Why would you do that?" And Katie was like, "Well, I didn't buy because they were supposed to be buying surprise tickets to Christmas to go to Miami." For oh, everybody. Was okay, okay. And at the end, Jay was like, "Well, actually, because um, then Gloria was like, well, okay, if we go to Miami, then my family from Colombia can come up to visit us also.'" Mm-hmm. And then Jay was like, "No, because." I actually bought everybody tickets to go to Columbia and then Gloria got mad because she was like no that's not what you were supposed to say and she was like you were supposed to say no and then I was supposed to say why not and then he was supposed to say because we all know how your family is and she like had this whole thing planned out uh, it, because it was leading to something and then uh, she was like because after you said that I was going to say and then the doorbell rang and all her family members came uh, <laughs> and Jay was like are you serious <laughs> and then at the very very end Manny there were Jay and Manny were both standing there uh-huh. and Jay was like how, oh, Manny was like how long are they going to be staying and then Jay said the pregnant lady brought a stroller <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't catch it right off and I was no, like oh no, yeah no. The pregnant one brought a stroller. <laughs> the pregnant one brought a stroller. That's so on being here. <laughs> it was a good episode. That's awesome. That's very, very So hopefully we'll see some of this season with a bunch of her family there at their house. I, I, think, so. I think they're trying to get rid of like the staleness that like you've seen. That they're trying to like shake it off. Yeah, which they should. Stuff, yeah. Which yeah is good. So this next one, Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. Oh, yes. Who wants to take it? Well, I'll take it, but I'll start. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so in this episode, we are, you know, how like sometimes with some certain episodes, we get a little backstory in Jane's character that has that's relevant to what's going on in her present day life. So, um, basically, we see that Jane. Thank you. Um, that Jane is not only does she like to plan, she also really. Um, she likes she likes the first everything like you know the first time she likes to this. document everything. she likes to document yeah. everything she likes to document everything in her life and so um, and so it's relevant to what's going on in her life like you know this is the first time you know she's not thinking about Michael this is the first time that she and Raphael are getting along and blah blah blah, blah. Um, so yeah 
So they are, so they're, they're getting into all this stuff. And so Jane, basically what she's doing is that she's remembering to what she said that she's not going to let the baby change from like what her goals are. And her goals are she wants to be a writer. She wants to go to school. So she gets into this, um, this master's writing program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the one where, what's his name? was guest starring, right? The guy from Empire. Anthony Rodriguez. Is yeah. Yeah. Adam Cookies. Rodriguez. Adam Cookies Rodriguez. Lover on Empire. Adam though. Rodriguez. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, it's funny because I remember like, you know, Marcus, you were saying that like, oh, Adam, uh, Adam Rodriguez is popping up and everything. Like he right. was on Magic Mike and now he's on Empire. Now he's on Jane the Virgin. So I remember hearing a long time ago, I don't know if this is actually what's going on with Adam Rodriguez, but um, you, the reason why, and this could be said for like a lot of uh, people of ethnicity, but um, the, the reason why you see a lot of Latino actors everywhere and a lot of stuff is because and again this is I heard this a long time ago like 10 plus years ago is because they don't get paid as much as white actors do mm. and so they try to do a lot more work to get more money it seems like it would still be very true to them. <laughs> it might and it might very well be true but I think with somebody now it's more like you know when you start seeing somebody popping up everywhere it's because they've actually got a really good agent and they're you know they're mm-hmm. they're they're there they're I mean with the him like he's on two different TV shows that are not like traditional white TV shows too that's like, true doing the virgin so yeah but they're both insanely popular shows yeah exactly yeah so Anyway, that's what I heard a long time ago. So anyway, uh, so Adam Adam Rodriguez plays the instructor of this class, and Jane kind of screws it up because first of all, they make it they make it known that you know through the little subtitles or whatever that Adam Rodriguez hates phones and social media because he thinks it's the you know the anti anti society or whatever. So. And the problem is that Jane has a newborn. And so in the middle of class, she gets a call. First of all, she's late. Right. She's late because the baby spit up on her outfit. So she had to change outfit. Mm-hmm. And this is at her father's set. Wardrobe. Wardrobe, yeah. Wardrobe. Second of all, second of all, uh, in the middle of class, her phone goes off and it's her baby's pediatrician. Well, no, that's third. Because then the, was, first when she was late, second, the reason why she was late. And he was like, okay, well, what do you want to get out of this class? And she was like, well, I want this to help finish my novel. And he was like, well, if you were here on time, you would know that I'm not here to help anyone finish their <laughs> <laughs> And then the phone rang, and that was like yeah. strike number three. Yeah. Yeah. And the phone rang. It was her pediatrician, the baby's pediatrician. So she's like, I'm really sorry. I have to take this. She was conflicted. But she took it, and it was just the nurse from the pediatrician office saying, Did you leave a hat? Do we have a beanie? Because we found a beanie in the office. No, and she was like, <laughs> No. And then she gets locked out of the class. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so she goes on this this writer's retreat, and um, and she meets some people on the retreat, and so uh, she makes it seem she's trying to tell people like, oh, my life's not interesting because people are trying to find out more about her. And they don't she really doesn't her use her last name because of if you see reach if you Google name, her, yeah, it's like Jane Vienna and it's yeah. like yeah, she's a virgin. She's the virgin, but the pregnant virgin, and like. So like, she, yeah. So she doesn't use her real name, so people don't know much about her. Right, exactly. And so, um, so 
So then she goes in this retreat. People want to know more about her. People didn't really care for her much before because she was very, like, disruptive in the class and whatever. But, you know, because she has a newborn. Right. So, uh, and she's like, oh, my life's not interesting. And then she goes into the whole thing where, you know, she was artificially inseminated. And she goes into the, you know, Solano drama. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, her life's a telenovela. Of course it's interesting, yeah. you know. And but so, my, the whole time I'm thinking, why doesn't she just write about that? Right, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, she doesn't, I don't think she wants to. Like, she doesn't want to be famous for it, so why would she write a book about it? Because, because she, like, she, when you notice when she was explaining to that, you know, she was just talking to the people, but as she kept explaining, more and more people kept showing up and was, like, listening. And yeah. Like, like, duh, you've got your story right yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Like, the main guy that was listening was the guy who was like, we don't know anything about her. Right. Like, why do you I know? He becomes friends. I know he was super sketch from the moment they started But he's talking. taking notes because right. he wants to find out more about the Solano family. Because he's working with who? Was he working with someone or no? No, he just wanted. Jerk he's no, he was. He was working. Remember, he called oh. the, Petra's own secretary, who got promoted. That's right. And That's he right. was supposed to be giving them more info, giving him more info about the Solana. Right, but meaning that he's not. He's doing it for his. His own, For his own personal game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's going on, and then um, you know, Raphael finds out that Petra is not only having his baby, she's having twins. Yep. Uh, Magda got out, and oh, Magda. and they're okay. And so, okay, so Petra Poor married. Man. What's his name? <laughs> what's his name? Uh, uh, Milos. Milos. She married Milos, which is her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend that threw acid in his mother's face. Basically, he's trying to do... This whole marriage thing was to cover up this whole weapon seal that he's doing. And so he has crates and crates and crates of grenades. um, And... Whatever the story passes, he has to go to Russia or whatever to you know to try to make an arms deal. And so meanwhile, meanwhile Magda and uh, Petra are going on a boat to dump all the grenades in the ocean. And one of the grenades fell out of the crate, and Magda was like, "Oh, we forgot one." And she goes, "Where's the pin?" <laughs> Boom! <laughs> right then, you kind of thought she was dead. I did too. I was, I was like, like Damn. Oh, my Magda. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I she was like, dead. That's the end of Magda. Yeah. I was like, Damn. But she lost her eye and she lost her hand. I was like, don't let this well, bitch live. Yeah, and so, uh, and go find out, if you've been watching the show, like, there was this guy that Milos left in charge and it was the guy that they had held, you know, for... The, the, they had him kidnapped hostage whatever right. and then so not but he's on his own but he was supposed to keep an eye on them but he had to go rescue Milos because he was arrested exactly but then Mag, Magda killed who did she kill she killed somebody with her hook she her killed hook. the guy the guy the same guy that same guy right I, I yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like she ends up killing him She's a, so now Petra ass. has like a has to cover up, has to cover this shit up and so, so and then Jane also meanwhile she's been dealing with the fact that Mateo her her son has to wear this helmet for his head because he had like this baby flat head thing and mm-hmm. it's really because she's been so focused on her writing stuff that she's been leaving the baby on his, on his back and so he had like this flat head thing so she's been feeling guilty so that was a whole conflict because she was worried as a mother but she's also really trying to reach her goals as a writer and all right. that stuff so what I liked about this episode was in the last episode like we found out like um, Raphael and Michael got into the fight and like so she permanently like dumped Michael. She's yeah. like, I don't want you in my life. You hurt my kid and mm. I don't want to be someone that puts her feelings first above her baby. So, um, at, in that last episode also, she was saying, like, I just need time to get over Michael to Raphael. And then 
there was like the text it was like this is the first oh no that was this episode where the text came up and it was like this is the first time Raphael ever figured out that he needs to move on from Jane yeah but at the end of the episode they kind of really Rekindle. they agreed they, to go on a date yeah they go on a date so yeah. it's like it's because he was he wanted to go out with god there's always so much that happens in the episode yeah uh because he wanted to go out something with something from the mommy yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but then he realized that he wasn't over jane and so yeah. then he kind of yeah. broke that up and she said yes which is amazing yeah. so. oh and then also, and also forget that michael while he was in the car and nina showed back up mm-hmm. he called her mm-hmm. and that's why she was in the car and they're supposed to be going to like get Sin Roaster or something yeah. like that so very interesting yeah I give that one an A plus like I yeah. feel like this ep- this season doesn't have a lot of like filler episodes yeah so. no it's like no it's more about the challenge of her being a mom yeah. and the fact that uh, you know Petra is pregnant with twins oh god there was a hysterical moment where Raphael is in the the sonogram room with uh, with Petra and they just, he just discovered they had twins oh, yeah. and the narrator said that like you know now he's about to be a father of three and he hasn't he hasn't been having sex and, and then the text says Raphael hashtag Raphael the virgin <laughs> right. with Raphael's shocked face because he just found out that he's gonna be a father of twins now it's terrible it's terrible you have three kids I and you have sex with it's like the one benefit of having a kid Jesus. I'll give it an A too it's yeah A A A that's A A A okay it's, it's time for trailers oh Oh, yeah. Well, just I really quickly, I know this has been like the longest podcast. It probably, probably has. Yeah. Uh, just Who really cares? quickly, trailer's coming out. There is a new Dolly Parton biopic. That trailer is out. There's a trailer really? of Zac Afron and Robert De Niro called Dirty Grandpa. That trailer is also out. It's funny. You should watch the Red Band trailer version of that. There's also another one with Rebel Wilson and the girl from Fifty Shades Dakota. of Grey, Dakota Johnson. Johnson. Um, it's called How to Be Single. That one actually looks pretty funny, too. And then there's also another trailer with Charlotte. Charlie's there on Emily Blunt and Chris Hemsworth called The Huntsman. I'm pretty sure everybody said it's it's a sequel, but some people were crying to call it a prequel as well, but I'm pretty sure it's a sequel, but that one also looks pretty badass. The sequel also. to the Snow White story with Snow Chris White and Yeah, yeah. So, so that trailer is also out as well. Um, a lot, a lot of movie trailers dropped this week. There's a lot more. You should check them out. Gods of Egypt or something like that? I'm pretty upset about that movie. Um, it looks awesome, Wait. but I just am still like, I don't understand why Hollywood continues to whitewash Egypt. Who's there was no it? white people in Egypt. All white actors all white actors but Egypt's in Africa right which is ridiculous clearly <laughs> but who's, exactly was there like a famous white person yes Ooh, I, I didn't up, see the whole trailer so I'll I'll it, I just kept hearing like how ridiculous that the trailer Gods was. of Egypt yeah and yeah. it's just like why must we continue to whitewash you know Africa and Egypt and like can we oh, use Gerard Butler ethnicity? is white but boy is he Scottish right and not he's not he's not fucking near that guy's a game that no, I know. That guy's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Any of them. So you Except have for Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman and DZ. Boseman? Boseman? But Chadwick Boseman doesn't even have like a main role. Like the main Who's pharaohs and gods are like Gerard in... Butler. And it's like, seriously? Why are we doing oh, this? Oh, he was, he was Jack James Robinson. Brown. And he's also going to be the Black Panther. I like him. He was Jackie Robinson. Marvel. Oh, who's, he's going to be the Black Panther? And Marvel, uh, yeah. Oh. Okay, no, right. that's a little 
Yeah, so, so Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Rush, have... Jeffrey Rush was an amazing actor. He's probably one of the best oh, actors on the are, list. But, but come on. So you right. have a Scottish guy, what seems to be a Swedish guy, and then whoever the hell, Brenton. He's Australian. Thwait- Thwaitis? So on like Google, when you look up the cast, Chadwick Boseman, who's the only black guy. That that sounds... like him and Deezy, he's like fourth on the list. That sounds aboriginal. Thwaitis. I so, could be wrong, but... But yeah, so I mean, the movie doesn't look bad. I would say it looks kind of interesting, but I'm still just kind of over it, so whatever. Yeah. With Hev's... What is, what is. Um, that's okay. all I've got for movie trailers. Get into the news. Um, well, start, hold on. Before we get into the news, oh, okay. there's a new Star Wars TV spot that features the action in Star Wars, and it looks freaking amazing. It just looks so good. I just wanted to say that. Uh, Star Wars comes out December... Less 18. than 30 days. 28 days. Hashtag Star Wars. Hashtag Star Wars. Um, news. Days. I don't have a lot of news, which is fine, because it's... The we holidays. Have, we have been a rambling. So... Um, <laughs> Here's some things that will not be new or anything to anybody, which so I wouldn't really consider it news, but Logan's Run, the classic 19, late 70s, early 80s film with Michael York and Jenny Augutter, are going to be made into multiple movies, probably. Which, I have to say, they've already done this with The Island, with Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor. They kind of redid it. So that's, you know, like, why? Why? Star Wars, um, there's a new there's a new piece of news in Star Wars, which is why George Lucas isn't continuing directing the Star Wars. And it, a lot of it was like, yeah, he wanted it to be, like, he wanted to continue on long after he was gone, and, you know, he's getting older, so he can't really... But George Lucas said a long time ago that he didn't want to do a new trilogy. He didn't, but I think for this this next threesome that's coming up, he I think he was asked to do it, and Disney uh, said no, because Disney wanted it to be more like a space opera, where, like, there's, like, a bunch of things going on. Which is how the original trilogy was. Yeah, and he wanted, and George Lucas wanted to go in the direction of soap opera. So it What's was going to focus. It was going to focus more on interpersonal relationships as opposed to the galactic wars going on. Uh, um, so that's where they're like, we don't really find it that interesting. So yeah, because that's what that's what his original uh, vision was. It was a space opera. Yeah, you know and where they, they these wars were going on, and it was like they and they did they, they did it so well by putting in you know those personal relationships and yeah. make it character driven. Yeah, and then that completely changed when he did. The prequels. Where it was like a love story. It was more of an opera. It was yeah. more of, it was more of a soap opera. Whereas like a love story that was everything else was centered around essentially, yeah, which yeah. is like the downfall. I don't know what, what made him evolve his his vision. Like I don't understand that. I don't know either, but I have to say I'm really happy with JJ Abrams and I kinda just wish he stayed on it for the next two. I really did too, but I understand that that's a lot of pressure to live up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, whoever directed the first three, like one, two, three in the nineties, or in the early two thousands, like did not have it was one. George. He wrote and directed all of them. The prequels, right? No, he didn't. Did he? Yeah, the prequels. He wrote and directed all of those. The original trilogy, he didn't direct every single one. No, he didn't. But the new ones. Yeah, the new ones. Are you talking about the new ones that are coming out? No, no, no. One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Yeah, yeah episode one, two, and three. He wrote and directed every single one of those. Oh. I'm just saying, it was really <laughs> irresponsible to only to not have any real stormtroopers, just to like... Yeah. 
You know? So that's why I'm happy. Well, that was his whole thing. He's bringing it back to George Lucas's original idea before George Lucas got straight and weird, but he's probably his stupid wife. But what do you think about it? No, his stupid wife was like, no, we don't need a Star Wars museum in San Francisco. Let's put it in Chicago because we live in the Marine Headlands and we don't want to go visiting it all the time. Like, you need to have it away from your home. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, first of all, you're like 20. You know, so fuck off. You know nothing. <laughs> and I'm pissed because I would have been 20 minutes away from me. And now Actually, it's like an 100 So hours. I went to a Star Wars exhibit in San Francisco um, back in the 90s. And I think it was when the new ones were, the episodes one, two, three were about to be released. And it was awesome. Like they had models from the movies, the original movies. They had costumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great. I was a kid, but I wish that that was like still maintained there. Like the Disney Museum, yeah. you know? But so it's in Chicago, it's in Chicago now. Yeah, it's going to be made or is already made in Chicago okay. because he's whipped. He's yeah. also like eighty. That's anyway, too bad. Yeah. Moving on that's from that news, that's just going to continue to make me mad. <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider is getting a reboot. With who? Any, it doesn't. Was there any idea on a lead? No, it's okay. too early. But Tomb Raider movies aren't that old either, so. They're not, but I wasn't too happy. But they were the bad. First two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like they shouldn't have made them to begin with. The first one was. It was a video game. Let's just leave it. But Tomb Raider was a pretty big franchise. And though. it's a big yeah. franchise, and there have been plenty of movies that have been made for video games that actually like held their own. You yeah. know? Prince of Persia, no, Street Prince. Fighter movie. <laughs> Shut up, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. She's got a point. <laughs> she does have a point. <laughs> Those movies oh, are terrible. Oh, my God. They were really bad. Memento is also getting a reboot. <laughs> Memento? Which was made 15 years ago, so it's really not that Why long. Memento? I don't know. Because Hollywood has nothing better to do. They literally are so uncreative that they just have to pick out. And I don't even know if Christopher Nolan's going to do it again. I why, think, yeah, why would he? He doesn't I think do remakes. He He's more into original. He's yeah. the so him and Sam Raimi are the only directors that have directed a full trilogy. Oh, and George Lucas. What? A full trilogy consistently. What did Christopher, Nolan Christopher Nolan did the Dark Knight series. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sam Raimi did Spider Man, and then there's George Lucas who did. Well, don't forget about James Cameron too. For what? He's doing Avatar. That's true. But he hasn't completed it yet. He has. Remember, he wrote them all at once, but they just... They no, the movie, the movies are not Avatar done. sucks. Right. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Clutch my pearls. Clutch <laughs> my pearls. Before you guys jump in, mm. I need to say a few things about... Wait a minute. Which Wait. Avatar are you talking about? The la- Not The Last Airbender, but that was terrible, too. Yeah. Okay. I need to... Um, Go? In a few minutes, too. Okay, so I'll make this quick. Okay. So, um, Avatar with the Blue People Avatar... First of all, great actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically Pocahontas. Yeah. No, I'm not done. No. <laughs> I'm not done. It was um, the writing was terrible, and it copied basically Pocahontas in a world that I was like, that's cool. But if we if it came out now, we wouldn't be as impressed with the CG. So I'm just saying they took advantage of our lack of understanding of what can be done with computers and movies. Mm-hmm. They take it so which means that they can write a stupid like they can take a plot from a Disney movie or someone's real life, plop it into this like alien world and everyone will follow. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying and also every time I bring up Avatar, people jump on the James Cameron movie when really I'm talking about 
the last Airbender animated series mm. So that's why I'm really pissed at it. Okay. I will just say this very short and simple is that I feel like when it comes to movies, the plot of every movie is always reminiscent of something else. But this was directly hardly taken ever from a, an original idea anymore. I think the the draw and the pull for the Avatar series is just the the worldly adventure that, you know, this is spanning an entire planet and an entire world and just to be enveloped in that universe, you know, in a 3D or IMAX Pandora, or digital which they also took experience. Uh, <laughs> anyways, or Pandora's I feel like box. that was maybe the point Pandora's about box. that. And plus, I like Sigourney Weaver. So. <laughs> I love Sigourney Weaver. I love Sigourney Weaver. Well, I have a love-hate. With Sigourney Weaver? Why? I don't know. I like her in Alien, and I like her in Ghostbusters, but just, like, generally, she kind of pisses me off. But I like her, so I don't... <laughs> I don't really know. Are you just an angry person? She is today. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right. Um, what's on the chopping block? Uh, we know I, that uh, the bastard executioner got chopped so yes. quick, which is a shame because I always planned to watch it. <laughs> I never got around to watching it, and I think part of the reason is CBS. Well, I think they finished to like be on Hulu. And well, the bastard execution is on FX. No, yeah. it's not, is it? Yeah. Oh, then FX needs to be on Hulu. But The Bastard Executioner, um, they finished the first season, but they're just not getting a second season. Mm-hmm. Also, we know um, Wicked got canceled Wicked after City. like th- Wicked City, yeah. After three Which episodes. I wanted to see. I, w- I know, I wanted to watch it. So like, here's I, the thing, and I, I think we talked about this in the last podcast, but I, you know, ABC, had, like like I said, they, they have tried so hard and they've done this successfully where they have come out with so many shows that are very diverse. And this is like the first show that they released in a long time that didn't seem very diverse to me. Well, and I think that they already, they don't have that that connection with the audience that they tried so hard to build. Well, which I think show. to be fair though, the Wicked, Wicked City was based off of an actual serial killer couple. Okay, so I didn't know that. Um, yeah, but, but it's an anthology. It was supposed to be an anthology too. But at the same time, like. It's got a shitty time slot, too, is what I heard. Yeah, but they also didn't have to pick a white couple. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of other serial killers that could be any type of race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe if they were to do anthology... But in the history of the U.S., it's typically been white. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't start it off as white, or maybe if they were to maybe stress that it's an anthology. I don't know, but I like Erica Christensen. Yeah. Um, I liked her in Parenthood. I liked her in Swim Fan. I just... She's and she like, was in traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, traffic. and she's like the better Julia Styles because they're like similar and I hate Julia <laughs> Styles so much. I just remember reading an article. Huh? I am full of hate. Yeah. No, it's not hate, it's your opinion. I um I read an article where it said that ABC usually when t- networks cancel shows that excuse me, that quickly, it's because they may have a better show to put in that time spot in that time spot. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they replace it with. Yeah, I know that was because they were they replaced that Eric McCormick show. What was it called? What he had a show? Yeah, he had a show. It was on TNT. No, it came on right after uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. ABC. It replaced the slot. What was it? And it was like some sort of. It was, it was Eric McCormick. Well, no, not Perception. Eric. Well, I'm gonna say because that was on TNT. It wasn't Eric McCormick. It wasn't the guy from Get Your Facts Straight. Come to the No, it was the dude from the original Fantastic Four series. That's what it was. Was it not Perception? No. From the original. Yeah, he played Mr. Fantastic. Okay, I know who you're talking about, but what TV show? Do you used to watch Fresh Off the Boat? No. I'm Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> you, guys just, no, you should still watch it. And it came on after How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, and it was called. I'm about to find it right now. Mm. 
Forever. It's a show called Forever. It's this show. Right here. Oh, about the guy who lived forever. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Wow. And it only lasted one season. And so this was... Wicked City was the replacement of that show. Well, they need but, a And that didn't do good. So I don't know what they're going to do. So... Ooh. So anyway, so those are the two shows we know that are on the channel. And in between that, Blood and Oil is probably going to get canceled. Minority Report is probably going to get canceled. Uh. I want to know about... Um, God, what other shows do we watch? First season shows. Quantico is renewed, yeah? Well, clearly. It Did hasn't been renewed it? yet, but it's going to be. Did you watch it? Yeah. This one on Sunday? So good. We'll talk about it after the season finale. Yeah. Um, nope, I guess that was it. That was it? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, I think that's all we got for news. Boom, boom, boom. Um, binge oh. watching over the holiday hold on, weekend. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, How to Get It With Murder had a 21% jump in ratings because they apparently they revealed the shooter. Yeah. At least. Oh. It's because it was the winter finale. It was, and so it is the winter finale. Like they, like they did last <laughs> time, like everyone, like we all figured out who killed the husband. Yeah. Like the season, the winter finale, and they yeah. came back, it's like, and then the second yeah, half they deal with it. Yeah, but Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder, their winter finales were this week, and Empires will be next week. Mm, okay. So. Okay. And that's it. That's all I have. Cool. Me too. So, binge watching Jessica Jones. I want to watch River, even though it was kind of spoiled for me. I'm not going to mention any main names. I'll pick Sadiq a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Jones. I'll watch River. I want to start Battlestar Galactica, which they put on Hulu. Oh, you never seen Battlestar Galactica? No, I wanted to, and when it's I went to it, so the good. new one yeah. was on Netflix, and the old one was too. But they took off the new one, so the old one remained. But now Hulu picked it up. The new one. So now the new one's on Hulu. So I'm going to watch just for Housewives, Battlestar Galactica. And River and Jessica Jones. Nice. So I'm, you know it's a Marvel show, right? Jessica Jones. I she do. Knows. I'm okay. gonna give it a fair try because okay. I love Kristen Ritter. Okay. Okay. Nice. All right. So um, if you want to catch us on social media, you can tweet us at Couchlords. You can email email us Couchlords at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, uh, SoundCloud. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, uh, Blueberry. We have so many podcasts. Is it called Blueberry? I think it's called Blueberry. Yeah. 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 On all the podcast apps. Um, what are you binge watching? You didn't say what you uh, I said the same. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to figure some new shows, too. Yeah. So. Okay. So... Now we're going to sign off. Cool. So we are the Couch Bye. Lords. Yes. Where we sit. We watch. <laughs> we conquer. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you have your little baton. I, what is that? I can't do it. Oh, it's a bad thing. skewer that I've been Ever. using to light the candle. That's okay, so she's been using that oh as like God. a conductor's she's baton. That's right. <laughs> Music. Science, please. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, wait, wait. Before we go, happy, yes. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. happy Thanksgiving. We're taking a break. We're not going to be around next thing for next week, but we'll be back the week after. In Diciembre. In Diciembre, yes. Indeed. Indeed. Ta-ta. Bye. Indeed.